Welcome to Get Out of Your Damn Way. Inspired by coaching conversations with high-performing women, we talk about what life looks like chasing dreams and reaching goals while preventing the bitchy inner mean girl from flying the plane. And now, here's your host, the inner mean girl whisperer, lifter of women, empowerment, and confidence coach, Dr. Amy Boyd. Hello, hello. I hope you are doing well today. I am really excited to be here because I'm talking to you today about one of my favorite topics, and that is tapping into future you. So in previous podcast episodes, we talked about, I shared with you my journey with my own inner mean girl, Krishna. I asked you, what do you want? If someone asks you what you want, do you know the answer to that question? Truly, what do you want? We also talked about having big dreams, and when we have big dreams, that unleashes the mean girl thoughts. We started to connect with our higher self in the last episode, you 2.0, by asking ourselves what we want to believe. Then we talked about the inner mean girl giving her some airtime, and then you decided what you want to believe in order to reach your big, scary goal. We're going to go a little deeper into the be, do, have paradigm shift and how this ties into your identity. I absolutely love to teach this concept. The reason I love covering this topic in our workshops is because no matter what it is that you want to create in this life, you must um, embrace the desired identity in order to create it. So let's start this off by defining what is identity. And I liked psychology today's definition. Identity is the memories, experiences, relationships, and values that create one's sense of self. So your identity today is created from your past, from past experiences, past and present relationships, past memories, and values that you may or may not have consciously decided. Some of you may be valuing what your parents valued, what society values, and never asking yourself, what do I really value? Some of you may be like I was and have no idea what's possible because you've been living through the expectations of others. Or maybe you believe that your identity is permanent. It's fixed, meaning you are who you are. It's something that happens to you, not something that you get to discover or transform into, meaning you decide and you create it on purpose. Most people's identity is based on the past, which is why they keep creating the same results time and time again. Because in order to create new results, you first get to create a new identity that matches the results you want. We do this work with our clients, and it's really about shifting your identity, how you see yourself, how you identify yourself as being because that will be the result that you create. So I like to use the example, going back to my dissertation business, you can't be a writer if you're being a procrastinator. You also can't be calm and intentional if you're being overwhelmed. You can't be successful if you're being someone who avoids stepping into the scary, waiting to take action until something's perfect. What most people do is they try to take a lot of action and create result from identity that doesn't really match the result, which is why we always come back to how we see ourselves. I, you, we, we have the power to change our identities. I've done it. I've supported lots of other women doing it. Our identity is not fixed. It's something that we get to shape. We get to refine it. We transform it if we choose to. 
And I'm also excited and I'm constantly up-leveling my identity to allow for more. You don't have to beat yourself up in order to transform your identity because this will cause the opposite result than what you want. When you try to beat yourself up into a new identity, it keeps you stuck in the identity that you currently have. Let me tell you, I know this firsthand (laughs) because for most of my life, I beat myself up trying to be someone else. And it didn't work because I wasn't showing myself compassion and love. I wasn't treating myself with respect. In order to finally change my behaviors, I got to change my identity. I could not do the necessary things, the doing, to lead to long-term success as long as I was being someone who was constantly on the struggle bus, having ADHD and the identity of a hot mess, as long as that was my identity. Because we will always prove ourselves true. We will always live in our identity. I want to share with you how incredibly powerful this work can be in every area of your life. So in the past, I've taken on the identity as someone who suffers from chronic health disorders. When I was 23, I went into the hospital with severe abdominal pain. The surgeon saw a tumor shaped like a football and was growing on my ovary. He performed an abdominal laparotomy. And my surgeon found severe stage four endometriosis. Many of you may have endo, or maybe you know or love someone that has endo. One in four women have it. But I was told that due to the extent and location of the endo, and the extent and the location of the adhesions, that I would never be able to get pregnant naturally. I have spent my entire life in pain. I've had 15 laparoscopic surgeries to remove endo. I've had portions of my colon removed because of it. We went through four rounds of IVF and really bad egg quality. And through a miracle in our final round, we got pregnant with our miracle son, Aiden, who is now 16. I finally had a complete hysterectomy in 2015 because they found endo had actually attached to other organs in my body. And so I thought I was broken in so many ways for so many years. When I started to do this work that I'm sharing with you today, I decided to step out of that identity because what I found was that I was operating from a victim mindset and I didn't like the way that felt. I left all of the dozen or so endometriosis groups on Facebook when I decided that was no longer my identity. I am so grateful for those groups when I was going through the darkest 10 years of my life. I will say that endo is still a huge part of my story that my family, we donate to endo research every year in hopes that someday they will have a cure. But I don't walk into a room as Amy with endo anymore. It wasn't serving me. And so I had to create a new identity of a woman who's healed and grows stronger every day. This is such powerful work. I've also used this process to become a successful business owner. I've used this process in creating the opportunity to be fully present to my family while also doing work that I love. I've used this process in creating an extraordinary community of women here with all of you. And it all comes down to identity. So how do you change your identity? 
Well, step one is deciding on the type of person you want to be. What's your goal? You get to decide, but in the first step, you need to know who you need to become in order to change your identity. And then step two is visualize the new you. Your brain only knows two things, the images that you hold and the words that you speak, and they're based on your thoughts. These images are powerful. This is why Olympians, athletes, performers, they will visualize the game, the run, whatever the event is ahead of time. They'll practice it over and over in their minds before they get out on the field, the track, or the stage. They've already practiced it so much. And a great example I love to share is about Jim Carrey. When he was on Oprah, yes, I'm that old, (laughs) when Oprah actually had a TV show, I remember seeing him on it. And he shared a story that when he was a struggling actor, he wrote himself a check for $10 million, post-dated 10 years from then. He held it in his wallet for years, long before, long before he had the evidence that he was going to make it. He was being a well-paid actor before he had any evidence that he was going to make it as an actor. They've told their mind, so with athletes and with performers and with Jim Carrey, they've told their mind how they want to perform ahead of time. We get to do the same, but we will just apply the same concept to our identity. Practicing my desired identity in my mind led me to make decisions that I brought my vision into life. In January 2020, my first full year in business, I sat down and I wrote my vision for my business. And guess what? I'm living 99% of it today. It's crazy how I just visualized it. I closed my eyes. I saw myself in my daily business life, who I was talking to, how I was showing up, what I was creating, what my team was creating, how we were using our time, how I was using my time, how I felt, and now I'm living it. But I first imagined it because things are created twice, first in your brain and then in real life. So by imagining the new me, the new identity, I was training my brain as to what to create in terms of me as a woman. So step number one is decide who you want to be. Step number two, visualize her. Step three is tap into your desired identity and make decisions as her now. How do you imagine the new version of you thinking? So now we're talking about the words that you speak. The words that you speak in your mind to yourself and the words that you speak out into the world. What are the beliefs of the new you? Imagine you are that woman, you have this new identity. Are you walking around thinking, I'm not good enough, I'm overwhelmed, I don't know what to do next, I'm confused? No. So in order to become her and create that identity, you must start practicing thinking like her. It's the most important work because you will create what you think. Are you paying attention to what you currently think? We talked in a previous episode about doing a thought download. What is going on in that beautiful brain of yours? Because that is shaping your identity. Your identity is shaped by your beliefs. Beliefs are just thoughts that we have on repeat. And most people's belief are based on the past. 
we look at our past and then we create belief systems around it. And those beliefs become what we think is the truth. That truth becomes our identity. So I'm asking you to look into the future at the new you. What is she thinking? And that is your work to practice thinking like her. Now, there's a process for this that I don't have time to get into today, but it's something that we teach women that we work with. Because if you've been thinking most of your life, I'm not good enough, and you try to jump into, I'm the smartest person in the room, or I'm amazing, your brain's going to fight you every step of the way. There are steps that you have to go through in order to change your beliefs. But all I want you to do now is play around with what are the beliefs of the future you? How is she thinking versus how you are thinking today? So you have your visualization, you have your thoughts, and now you get to provide evidence that this is who you are becoming. Because the more evidence that you gather to prove to yourself that this is who you're becoming, the more you're rooting yourself in that new identity. So the mistake that we make is by saying things like, when I... I'm going to use the doctorate as the example, but when I get my doctorate, then I will follow my passion and have a fulfilled life. Or when I'm good enough, I'll start a business or go for that promotion and have additional income. Or when I lose some weight, then I'll be able to go to the gym regularly and have a healthy body. That's totally the wrong approach to achieving your goals or life in general. This approach is what we call the have, do, be. And this is how most of us are taught as kids. As I discovered, this kind of thinking, though, can actually keep you from achieving your goals and realizing your dreams. I wonder how many times have you let great opportunities drift away because you perceived you didn't have the skills, knowledge, and experience to take advantage of them. So we don't even try. What we don't understand is that for you to have what you want, you first need to be the type of person who has what you want so you can do the necessary activities or actions that bring you closer to your goal. Think about Jim Carrey. He was being a well-paid actor long before he got his $10 million check for Dumb and Dumber. So be, think about the type of person you want to be, how you want to be treated, how you want to treat others how you approach your challenges, how you approach finances, your relationships, your health, personal development. Think about the type of attitudes, values, character, and beliefs that you have to be to be that person. When you're clear about who you want to be, you will have little to no issues finding out what you need to do next, what you need to do in order to get that result. And then we'll talk about the do. So now that you've established the type of person you want to be in the doing, you can make a list of things and actions that you must take to fulfill the role of the person you're working on becoming. You can even take it further by changing the way you dress, the way you talk, the way you interact with others. My mom used to tell me when I was younger, dress for the position you want, not the position you have. Do the necessary work in order to have to achieve your goal. And then have, we talked about the be, we talked about the do. And when we're talking about the have, once you are the being the person you want to be, 
you'll start acting and making decisions that will be what you want to have. Having is the result of you being and doing. So have, do, be. When I have my doctorate, then I will get the promotion and start helping people. Be, do, have. I'm a finisher. Therefore, I'm showing up every day and I'm writing so I can help the women I'm meant to help in the world. Be the person that can do what it takes to reach to have the goal. And that is the be, do, have paradigm shift. This is so powerful. So with the be, do, have paradigm, be, embody that next level version of you, you 2.0. Get clear about what this looks like. How does she act? How does she make her decisions? How does she feel on a day-to-day basis? What are her daily habits? And then do, make decisions and take action as the next level version of you now. Get clear about what this looks like. Would she take better care of her health? Would she prioritize self-care and schedule it into her calendar? Would she be confident in knowing that her success is inevitable? Would she invest in asking for help? Would she take more risks? And then have always connect to that version and make decisions as her. Feel your feelings, hold the higher vision, learn to trust your inner guidance and your higher self. Please join the conversation in our secret group where you can get the link right here in our show notes. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. You'll get a notification every time a new episode drops. Until next time, keep chasing those big dreams, and I am sending you so much love. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Get Out of Your Damn Way podcast with Dr. Amy Boyd. For all the links and resources mentioned on today's show, bonus content, and to join our secret community, head over to getoutofyourdamnway.com. If you have a friend who would benefit from this episode, be kind and share. Until next time, keep taking inspired action toward those big dreams.